Welcome to the Cruise Biz, a series of exclusive podcasts brought to you by Stuart Pearl and Philip Ordiva of the Cruise Strategy Company, dedicated to supporting UK travel companies sell more cruise. As one of the key figureheads in the cruise industry, we're grateful to Andy Harmer, head of Clear UK and Ireland, for finding the time in his extraordinarily busy schedule to talk to renowned cruise travel writer Janine Williamson. Andy talks about his role at Clear, Clear's importance to the UK cruise community and the leading role it plays in the global travel industry. In the first of two podcasts, I'm delighted to talk to Andy Harmer, Senior Vice President, Membership and National Director, UK and Ireland of the Cruise Lines International Association, known as CLEAR, a travel industry stalwart and the voice of the UK cruise industry. In this session, we're going to take a look at the world's largest cruise trader association. Welcome, Andy. Hi, Janine. How are you? Yeah, very well. Good to talk to you and good to see you again. You too. Um, so I thought best place is always let's start at the beginning. I mean, I've known about CLEAR for several years, and you know, going back to the passenger um, shipping association days. But tell us a little bit about the history of Clear and how it started, and, and where it started, and maybe in some of the countries that it um, operates in. Yeah, uh, thank you. Yeah, Clear has been around, or in the UK, the association covering cruise has been around for uh, probably sixty years. In fact, it was set up at a time when people were moving from taking a ship to visit to to go from a to b and actually were transferring onto an aeroplane to go from a to b um and then that association the passenger shipping association really looked after in the uk at least looked after cruise and ferry travel so travel by sea um in the 1980s it actually set up what was known as passara which is the travel agent part of the association so that travel agent training and support started back in the 80s. Um, but during that time, you know, to, for the last 60 years, it really worked behind the scenes uh, with other associations, with government to make sure that uh, travel by sea uh, was able to continue seamlessly and um, in a sustainable way. Um, uh, but what became clear about cruise specifically is that as that growth took place, and so as more and more Brits took to the seas, and actually more and more people around the world also took a cruise holiday. So it became a very much a global industry. Our crew were very much sourced from around the world, as are our guests. So actually, um, some years ago, uh, maybe eight years ago-ish, um, uh, um, we joined up as an association with CLEAR in uh, North America. So there are now 15 clear offices around the world, of which the UK and Ireland is one of them. Um, and I think that reflected, as I say, there's very much that we're a global industry, we're an important industry, we have huge economic impact and benefit to the UK, um, but it allows us to share best practice and, and ideas and thoughts globally, which has really been very exciting. And um, so how and why has CLEAR evolved to be the global force that it is today? I mean, maybe we can look at things like the increase in passenger numbers on, on cruise ships and the value to the global economy and, and those sort of aspects, because obviously there's a lot of you know things going on now. Yeah, it's um, yeah. It, and we very much are a global industry. I think we if you go back 10, 15, 20 years, we were such a small part of the total travel industry. Um, and in many ways, we still are a small part of the global travel uh, community, but actually cruise 
has developed really quickly. Um, that investment in new ships and in and uh, in the guest experience, etc., has encouraged more people to take a cruise. Uh, the way in which ships are built and ship design has changed, and that's encouraged uh, a diverse range of consumers to think about taking a cruise for the first time. Um, and in, in the UK, we're really lucky. We have a really broad range of different cruise lines to choose from. Uh, many very British brands, but many also international brands. So um, cruise has evolved during the last 10, 20 uh, or so years. And I think our economic importance, as I mentioned, but also uh, the number of guests taking a cruise has grown. So to the extent mm -hmm. that we hit the 2 million mark, um, you know, in the last time that we did stack back in 2019. And so, you know, we clearly are an important part of the holiday market. Um, mm -hmm. The number of travel agents in our membership at Clear in the UK is is huge. You know, we have a huge slice of travel agents who are members. So we've also become quite influential in the travel agent space as well. So I think all of these things have conspired together um, uh, to make clear important in the UK. And the same process really has happened in many other countries around the world. Um, the US is the biggest cruise market in the world, has the busiest cruise port in the world. And, you know, they have many uh, millions of people who take a cruise holiday every year. And so, you know, it's important that we learn from what they do and how they um, talk to government, talk to the, the stakeholders, work with their travel agent community. And I think we've benefited from that global joined up nature. I think, yeah, really interesting. Of course, you know, we've seen things as well in recent years, like the growth of, you know, river cruising, which has really come on a pace and, you know, yeah, and, <clears throat> new things coming in. Yeah, and river, river is an interesting one for me. Personally, I love river cruising. I think it's a great choice of holiday. I'm a, I'm a big advocate for river cruising. But as you say, that the number of people taking a river cruise has grown as have the number of operators, the number of ships, the number of destinations available. And that makes that very exciting. We've seen that growth in ultra luxury cruising, small shipping, which I think is very interesting. We've also seen, I think, that growth in expedition cruising. And, mm. uh, so taking people to the polar regions and some of those more remote places. So and all of the time, we've also seen that growth in, you know, family cruising and big ship cruising mm -hmm. and, and some of those other things that have gone on. So I think it's a really exciting uh, period for the whole sector. And I, and I always think, because, you know, in some of the articles I've written more recently, sustainability has become, you know, a, a big interest now, along with, you know, other aspects of life. And I mean, the cruise industry is really at the forefront of that as well, isn't it, with some of these new expedition ships coming out that you just mentioned. Yeah. yeah, and you know that investment in in sustainable technology, new fuels, uh, new ways of working, has been become a, a really central part of the cruise sector. So there's been a commitment to cut carbon emissions, for example. Uh, we've seen the introduction of LNG from from some of the ships, and we've got more LNG ships on order, of course. But there's been a real focus on innovation and, and some of that comes from the investment that the cruise industry makes in their new ships and in refurbishing existing ships but it also comes from available technologies so things but also you know technologies such as the paint that's used on the hull to make sure it glides through more seamlessly to, to reduce the amount of fuel used and um you know, things like um, the windows that are used to, to cut down the, the amount of heat that comes in through sunshine so that they don't have to use so much air conditioning and all of these different things. There's so much innovation. It really is a very exciting time to work in the industry.
That's really interesting. So, so just moving now to, towards our travel agents, um, how does CLIA operate for both cruise lines and agents? And what, why should a travel agent and, or advisor join CLIA? You know, I mean, I know there's going to be lots of aspects to this question. But <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. I think we, we work from a cruise line perspective. We're, again, we're very fortunate in the UK. We work with a lot of different individuals who work for cruise lines. We have a number of working groups um, that allow those different different uh, cruise lines to come together to forget their brand for a moment, to come together and work out how we can best educate the travel agent, but also how we can best work together to, to grow cruising in the UK. And I think that's been an important part of what we've done. We have something like five different working groups with about mm -hmm. 10 individuals on each. And it does allow us to get all of that input and information um, and to work closely together. I think, I, I think that sense of community in cruise is something that many people who've never worked in cruise really notice and feed back on. Um, and I think that makes it really exciting for us as well. Um, from a travel agent perspective, I, I, I always remember that when I was first selling holidays, I, I used to be a travel agent. I used to sell holidays over the phone. Um, I used to, I'd been to Florida for a couple of times on holiday before I started that job. So I loved taking a call, asking about Orlando or the theme parks or trips to Florida because I knew that and I knew some of Spain. So that was an easy sell for me. But I will never forget getting calls for cruise and there weren't many in, in those days. I'm going back quite a few years, but there weren't many for cruise in those days. And I had no clue even where to start. Um, and I think that reinforces to me every time the importance of clear particularly for those agents who've never sold much cruise or sold any cruise at all because it's sometimes difficult to know where to start um, mm. particularly because I think there's a genuine concern that many customers know much more than the travel agent themselves which of course isn't true but but sometimes you get that impression but um so the importance for clear to the travel agent community is really around three things we offer certified learning so that people can work their way through our learning modules and, and build up towards certification, which is recognized by the industry, which is important in conversations they can have with their customer. Um, secondly, we have a set of unique resources on our website to help people find the right cruise and itinerary and destination for their customer. Um, and we, we try to make that as broad and, and, and varied as possible. And then thirdly, we have our events. And um, whilst we haven't been able to do live events for a while, um, you know, we've replaced them with virtual events and those have proved to be very popular. But I am a great believer in events and bringing together people from the community mm -hmm. because the networking between travel agents and cruise lines and actually between different cruise lines and other sponsors is really important for those events. And it's a great way to learn a lot and get some inspiration from some of the speakers but also to network and meet other people as well yes and i've always enjoyed you know going to the various conferences including the river one over the years you know and it, i always there's such good feedback from agents you know and the resort the information that they find out at these events and I, you do road shows as well clear does road we, shows. We, we we try to vary our um event program every year to to create something new because i think the other thing that we appreciate is that we work with travel agents who are at different points in their career in cruise, if you like. So there are some people who are completely new to cruise, some who are completely new to some of the sectors. You mentioned river, but also expedition and luxury, for example. And there are some who know an awful lot 
about crews because it's their job day in, day out, mm. and they are absolute experts in it. So we we try to vary our events to reflect those different mm. uh, levels, but also we try to build an events program that recognises those different people and the different needs that people have. So um, we have our big conference, of course, um, but we also have some of the smaller events that you talk about. We've, we've gone very much down the virtual events, so our first couple of events this year will be virtual. Um, so we, we try to create a varied programme to meet everyone's needs, but we also, within each event programme itself, we have different aspects, again, so that there's something for everyone. Um, we try to keep them fast-paced and exciting, and but also educational and inspiring, we hope, as well. Okay. And I think, I mean, some people might not realise, you know, all the extent of clear that you also get involved in things or more recently, you know, particularly with, with government lobbying and, you know, you're, you're presenting, you know, an unbiased voice of the industry, you know, in the UK. So, I mean, that's very yeah. far reaching too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's obviously been a very challenging period for the travel in, well, for everybody in all mm. aspects of their life. It's been challenging, I think, the past 12 months, but I think it's also been a challenge for the travel industry in general and of course in in cruise and mm. in in selling holidays mm. and selling cruise as well so um you know we we have been working very closely with the government to make sure that they understand and that they are supportive in our um restart and in the pr protocols mm. and the systems and the the efforts that we make um in this area uh, we do that both from the UK perspective, but also, again, using some of the experts that we have in our industry globally. Um, and I think one of the things I've learned, actually, changing subject slightly, but one of the things I've learned over the last 12 months is just how many incredible experts we have working in our industry. We, you know, public health individuals who work for cruise lines, operation experts, the ports, the other stakeholders, port health, and all of those people who come together for mm. the cruise industry and working with some very different people over the last 12 months has been really interesting for me but it's it's been important to make sure that people uh, the government uh, the health authorities understand firstly the measures that the cruise industry had in place anyway uh, yeah. around public health but secondly how we're going even further or how our protocols go even further and how successful restart has been in many places of the world so it's um, yeah, I think I think my job has certainly changed uh, over the last 12 months, but I think that's probably true of many, many people. Mm -hmm. and in fact, probably mm -hmm. most people's life and work has changed over the last 12 months. I mean, in fact, talk, talking about, you, you know, your role at Clear, I mean, maybe we can look a little bit more into that. Just tell me a little bit more about, you know, the London office and specifically what is your role at Clear? Although, of course, I know it changes and evolves all the time and you do many things and multitask. But, um, it, 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 it is evolving. But um, yeah, so, so um, I think, as I said earlier, we are 15 Clear offices around the world. The UK office is, is one of the larger ones. Um, and we have a team there that helps support our travel agent program, helps support our efforts uh, in PR and social media, et cetera. Um, but also within the London office, we have a, a team who also really focus on those other stakeholders who are part of the clear community. And those are really important. Um, they are ports, their destinations, their airlines, their shipyards, all of those kinds of bits of the industry. Um, and whilst we're a very small team, we are still, 
you know, really focused on ensuring that um, we offer our members the greatest possible value we can. And I think some of that value comes from, as you say, being that independent voice of the industry and therefore being able to pull people together or, or bring the community together to, to support the successful growth of cruising. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think some of it also comes from a passion for our industry. And I think a lot of people who are involved in the cruise industry become very, very passionate about it. I know, you know, you, you, you're a great example, Janine, of someone who's very passionate about our industry. And there are lots of people who are similarly passionate about cruising. And I think, you know, getting, getting as many people involved in our success and our growth and, and the, the successful restart for, at the moment, but the, you know, the success of the industry is really important and key to all of us. And I think, bringing those different disciplines and people together is really key. Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree. So, I mean, so, so finally, Andy, considering the current situation, what has been and continues to be CLEAR's role in managing the effects of the pandemic on the industry? And, and has this um, significantly changed your responsibilities and role? Well, I think we, we have a lot of responsibilities, actually. You know, in the UK, we're a £10 billion industry, so we're clearly an important industry for the UK economy. We employ around 88,000 people, um, and that's not cruise line employees or just cruise line employees. We have a huge supply chain that really relies on cruise, whether that's our travel agent community, but also whether it's airlines and hotels and people who supply food and drink, for example, or entertainment or et cetera, et cetera. So we're a really key industry and um, our role currently is to make sure that the government understands our importance, but also work that they work with us to ensure that um, we can have that successful resumption of cruising from the UK, particularly building on some of that resumption we've seen across Europe and other parts of the world. Um, from a travel agent perspective, look, you know, travel agents have had also an incredibly tough year. Um, but our, our aim has been to ensure that they are kept informed, that they um, understand the process that we're going through and understand also the opportunities that are ahead. Because when resumption comes and when um, cruising resumes, then, of course, there'll be some great opportunities for the travel agent community as well. So it's ensuring that our resources are up to date, our learning is up to date, that uh, people get the opportunity to talk to some of the leaders from our industry, some of the cruise line executives, but also some of the other people who work in our industry. And really, um, we all have to play our part now in in that success of the industry moving forward. I think I said earlier, one of the successes of our industry is that community, that sense of community. Well, we've never needed that sense of community more than we probably do now. And, um, you know, we all know there are great times and happy times coming. We, we we are probably getting very impatient for that to come, but I think we know it'll come. And I think as an industry, Cruise is really lucky to have so many important people and key people working uh, for us and with us um, in all aspects of the community. So, um, and, and Clear will continue to be that, uh, organisation that brings people together and, and helps steer that path. Andy, that's a really positive note for us to end on. So thank you so much for your time. It's been fascinating to learn more about CLEAR and the multiple benefits, resources and opportunities that it offers to both established and new to cruise travel agents. Thank you very much. Thanks, Janine. 
If you've enjoyed listening to this episode, look out for more insightful CruiseBiz chat on your podcast app or at cruisestrategy.co.uk. Thank you.